0: Let's get back to more of this rich dialogue with Tavis Tavis Smiley. Smiley. Conversation, excuse me, a conversation now about uh, today being uh, the nation's largest uh, uh, voter registration day. It is, in fact, the 11th annual National Voter Registration Day. Our guest is Andrea Haley, the CEO of Vote.org, and I'm pleased to welcome Andrea back to this program. Andrea, how are you today?
1: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I'm well. If I complained, I'd be in great. Uh, I'm glad to have you on. Just had a spirited conversation with Kurt Peterson about. Uh, this summer of strikes that we are in, and it's hard to disconnect this summer of strikes that impact everyday people from everyday people being registered to vote. Um, What do you make of this particular and unique moment in American history where you're uh, trying to get folk to participate in the process?
1: Well, I mean, I think we're, we're, we're in an interesting moment in time. And I was just saying to somebody earlier today, this is not a fire drill. This is the real deal. We Mm -hmm. have seen the erosion and backsliding in our democracy. And the answer for that, in many ways, um, there are many different tools in our toolbox, but voting is one of the sharpest. So one of the the big ways that we can really get out there and push back and make sure we have a healthy and thriving Uh, democracy and protect access to the ballot boxes to, you know, make sure we're registered to vote um, and that we get our friends and families registered to vote. And then we translate that into collective action on Election Day.
0: Let me let me throw three or four things at you things I'm sure you've heard before, but I want to just uh, put a sharper point on it to use your word um, and get uh, get your response. I want you to play the devil's advocate for a second. So how do you respond to people when you go uh, about your work and witness who tell you that voting is overrated? It really doesn't change anything.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, if it didn't change anything, people wouldn't be trying so hard to keep us from doing it. (laughs) I think that that all you have to do sometimes is look at the intentionality of others to know what direction you need to take. And after the last um, presidential election, where we saw record voter turnout in the United States of America and so many Americans accessing their right to vote, Um, What did we see on the heels of that? We saw 400 voter suppression bills crisscross the nation aimed directly mostly at black and brown populations and at young populations in general, trying to really, you know, 10,000 people, 20,000 people, 1 million people at a time reshape and recut what the electorate looks like. Um, that was that was what was attempted to do. And the way to do that is to separate people from their right to vote. So the best way sometimes, if you're feeling dejected and don't know what to do, the best way to know what to do is look at those who would um, look to suppress and, and oppress you and, and see that um, their intention is to make you feel exhausted, to make you feel like nothing matters, to make you feel like the process is too hard to navigate so you won't have a voice because your voice is the only way that they can be held accountable.
0: Mine is just one vote. One vote can't make that much of a difference, Andrea.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, in races all over the country, we've seen just a handful of votes make a big difference. Um, so, I, you know, I think famously, just because she's been in the news lately in Colorado, member of Congress, she won her last, Lauren Bobart won her last election by like, you know, a small percentage of the votes, like 1% of the vote or 500 votes or something like that. Very, very small, just a few hundred. Um, and she's in a race again. Um, you'll see state legislators who I think famously a few years ago in Virginia, it was a tied vote. They literally had a coin toss. <laughs> so one, because nobody knew what to do. That was the old rule on the books so that mm-hmm. they had a tied vote. So one vote definitely made a difference. And in local elections all across this country, you see, um, that a handful of voters really can make the difference on who's, you know, elected and to be a judge, who's, um, elected to be your mayor all of that. The presidential can feel overwhelming, but every time you think about that, think about who's your governor, mayor, who's the prosecutor, like what is happening at the local level, who's on your school board, um, making decisions that really govern how the policies by which you and your friends and family are going to live.
0: The system is broken and it's just too dysfunctional. Why participate?
1: Well, you can't ever unilaterally disarm, right? And I think that's the that's the big thing there. I won't say that we our system can't be better. I won't say that we don't, you know, that we have the the epitome of what a healthy democracy looks like, but I will say that the only way to make it better is to invest in the long term. We know if voters show up in two or more elections, they're more likely to become a lifelong voter, and we know it's important that we have to on-ramp this next generation into um, access to the ballot box. So I think um I think the the answer to Fixing a difficult system is is not to just let the system run all over you. It's to stand up, have your voice heard, demand change, um, and then use all the tools in the toolbox to make sure we're all civically engaged and that leaders are truly afraid to disappoint us and take
0: away our rights. Washington, uh, D.C., and state capitals all across the country are really bought and bossed by big money and big business, period, full stop. Voting doesn't really make a difference. It's owned, it's bought and bossed by big money and big business.
1: Well, at the end of the day, it's really owned and bossed by the people who elect the leaders. Um, if people are afraid of disappointing their vote, their voters, if they're afraid that a large number of people will show up um, and vote against them in election, they'll be afraid to to, to create policies um, that, that would harm You know our communities. I think that the the big thing, like yes, there are several different things that I'd love to see in our democracy. I'd love to see Citizens United, which allowed a flood of money um, into campaigns. Um, I'd love to see that, you know, overturned. I think that in the in the but every day we all have to think about what are the things that we can control and what are the the ways that we can show up and make sure that um, that we're all joined together and showing up. I think that the The only way to kind of the only counterbalance to some of the negative that is out there is, you know, the participation of every eligible American and then demanding on the other side of that changes and the way things are run.
0: It's the 11th annual National Voter Registration Day. And uh, Andrea Haley, the CEO of Vote.org, is our guest. Um, uh, Back to my list of of, of pushing you on this issue of voter registration. Um, (laughs) The voting process Donald Trump is telling his supporters is rigged anyway.
1: Well, I mean, we know that he's, you know, this is a person who was pushing, um, called down to Georgia and said, just find me 11,000 votes. I mean, this is somebody who's pushing a lie of um, elections not being secure. We just had the safest, um, the last presidential election and most secure election um, in recent history. And so I think that the, the thing here also is just to make sure – It's easier to protect elections and the integrity of elections when you have higher numbers of people participating, because then usually it's you have people who you you can't skew something in, you know, one direction or another, and you don't have the most radical of people showing up. And I think the average Americans, like on the average, Americans all want, you know, the same thing. They want free and fair elections. They want kids to be able to, you know, go to school and go to good schools. They want outcomes that are better, even better for the children and more for them. So that is the I think that's a common um, common thread there. And I think that the only way to move forward is to make sure that we're deeply invested in elections. And hey, if you want to get out there and do something about it, like become a poll worker, um, you know, volunteer, drive people in your neighborhood let everybody know when registration deadline dates and deadlines are you can go to vote. org and do that um, celebrate national voter registration day today with me and get three other people to register as well um, and 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 you know participate to make sure that elections are um and fair and preserved into the future
0: when we come forward and before we move forward to some other issues i want to cover with uh, andrea haley the ceo of vote.org i got one last body shot one last body blow it's something called gerrymandering why does voting really matter as long as gerrymandering is the order of the day we'll talk about that and more when we come forward on tavis Smiley. more of tavis smiley when we come forward sounds oh, different. different huh this is this, Travis Smiley. smiley. So Andrea Haley. There are a number of things I think that are threatening this very, uh, this very democracy. Um, there are a number of items I could list uh, that I think are again are existential threats to this so-called democracy. Uh, and yet, at the top of that list, or certainly near the top, would be the issue of gerrymandering. Why does voting, registering to vote, matter? participating in the process matters so long as certainly at the national level we have this thing called gerrymandering that makes it very very difficult to get anybody out once they get in uh, in these so-called safe districts
1: you're absolutely right and that's an excellent question gerrymandering is a huge issue all throughout our country in many states and you're seeing some of these maps get challenged in the courts right now and overturned I mean gerrymandering is obviously an effort to to you know, have people choose, have, have politicians choose their voters mm-hmm. instead of voters choosing politicians. And I think the answer to that is in the question that you asked as well, because it's certainly at the federal level, but there are many elections going on simultaneously that go all the way down the ballot. So while it's important to participate, even if you're in a gerrymandered district, because on that ballot box, you're still going to have your local elections as well. And I tell people, you know, when you look at some of the more frustrating things in our democracy right now, that the answer is always looking hyper-local and realizing that, you know, that same election may have, like I said, judges and school board members and people who are down ballot and gerrymandering doesn't apply to them. Um, And I think that is the biggest thing. And in the meantime, raising awareness of how maps get drawn in the state, what the approval process is, does it go through, State legislature. Who's elected to that state legislature really matters then for how maps are getting drawn, and then ultimately have to really support the people who challenge these things in court. I know that Democracy Docket and Mark Elias have done a lot of great work to to challenge um, unfair maps, and I think that this is, you know, that's that's the other thing we can do. So we have to think creatively about okay. I have to register to vote. And then after I registered to vote, like what else can I do, build, create, who can I support and how can I get behind them? And how can I make sure um, that we have people in local office who will do the right thing?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I know that, um, uh, first observed in 2012 national v- voter registration day is a non-partisan civic holiday as i said earlier to honor our democracy an estimated five million voters have gotten registered on this day five million over the past decade millions more voters have confirmed or updated their registrations i, I give that data uh, as a-, a way to show how successful this national voter registration day has been what's your goal in terms of numbers this year yeah
1: this year i mean overall vote.org is pledging that in the next year we will register over 8 million voters across the country. We're doubling down on our efforts um, from 2020 when we registered 4 million voters. Um, And this year so far, we're right, um, we haven't even, you know, truly gotten gotten started and and we've already registered 200,000 voters And on National Voter Registration Day today. I was just speaking with our team and it looks like we're registering about 13,000 voters every 30 minutes right Mm. now. Um, Part of that may be that this morning, Taylor Swift did a big shout out to vote.org and and people getting registered. Um, And, you know, and there's several other influencers are doing it all throughout the day today as well. And we're partnering with a ton of schools and different companies to also tell people to go to vote.org and, and register to vote. But it's exciting to see that there's momentum happening. And I can't wait to look at the numbers at the end of the day.
0: Registration is one thing. Participation is something all together. Uh, when we come forward in our remaining moments with uh, Andrea Haley, we'll, we'll tackle that issue. It seems to me that in this next election, given how tight these polls are, assuming that Biden and Trump are the nominees? Assuming that we have a repeat of this tête-à-tête uh, uh, between these two old white guys, um, registration yeah. will be one thing. Participation, though, is another thing. Turnout is going to matter. We'll talk about that when we come forward. Andrea Haley on Tavis Smiley. You're listening to Tavis Smiley. Tavis Smiley, rank number forty-five on the Heavy Hundred list of the one hundred most important radio talk show hosts in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready to re-examine your assumptions and expand your inventory of ideas? ideas. More of Tavis Smiley coming your way right now. Our remaining moments now with Andrea Haley, the CEO of Vote.org, the nation's largest nonpartisan digital voter engagement organization, uh, given that today is the 11th annual National Voter Registration Day. We were talking moments ago uh, about registration being one thing, participation being something altogether different. One of my favorite lines, um, Jesse Jackson's had so many great lines over his career, his storied career. But I've heard Jesse say more than once that uh, too often we lose elections by the margin of our absence at the polls. That's a cold line. Mm. That's a Jesse Jackson line. That's a cold line that we lose too many elections by the margin of our absence at the polls. Love me some Jesse Jackson. For what it's worth, I was looking at a poll um, just uh, this morning, in fact, um, that found this is a USA Today Suffolk University poll. Uh, recently, that found that Trump wallops Biden among unlikely voters. There's no, uh, not even close among unlikely voters. Trump wallops Biden uh, this uh, in a uh, a, um, a 2024 theoretical or hypothetical matchup. Uh, Trump wallops Biden uh, with unlikely voters. That said, turnout is going to be um, everything in this next election, given how tight uh, these numbers are. Again, Vote.org is a nonpartisan organization. But I ask you, Andrea, given your efforts today to register people, what say you then about not just registering them, but about that line between registration and participation?
1: Well, I think, you know, you're so right to point out that there's, there's a difference between registering the vote and then actually casting your ballot. We're one of the only countries in the world that has a whole registration process um, that is so separate from the voting process in and of itself. Uh, But but what we do at Vote.org is we think that to make sure that people are actually getting to the ballot box, that continuous conversation is the key. Continuously talking about voting, voting rights, voting, um, doing voter education in states that that the key is that year-round engagement. So while we're we're going to be registering thousands and thousands of of people today, we're not going to just drop the ball and stop having the conversation and then pick it back up two months before the presidential. What we're going to do is send text alerts and email alerts, letting people know what's going on in their Local elections, how they can turn out. We're going to send people all the information that they need to vote ahead of the election. So things like, can you vote with your student ID in your state? Can you not? Um, can you know? Can you vote by mail? Can you not? When does early voting start? All of that um, is a communis- uh, continuous communication that we yeah. have at Vote.org with the people who use our platform to register. And because of that, we have an 81% conversion rate from registration to the ballot box. So um, I think that should be the key, no matter who you are Mm -hmm. or what program you have. I think everyone should be talking to each other about voting year round.
0: I've got 60 seconds left. Um, Tell me how you think we're doing on a scale of one to 10, 10 being great, one being horrible when it comes to making it easier to vote in this democracy.
1: Ooh, it depends on the state. It's a state by state analysis. these days. Mm -hmm. Um, We see some states that are really, you know, passing pro voter legislation and others that are severely rolling back voting rights. Um, And, you know, the rollback. And the most intensity is happening in places where the demographics are changing, like Georgia and Texas and Florida, states like that. So I, you know, I think it's, it just depends on the state. If you're living in Colorado, you're in a great situation with like a nine out of ten. And if you're look, living in Indiana, you've got like a three or a four going <laughs> on. So it, it really um, it really depends.
0: Yep. Indiana is my home state so that was a little embarrassing but I digress uh, <laughs> Andrea Haley I'm in Indianapolis today oh you are okay well you're not too far from my mama's house you want some good food go holler go holler at Ms. Joyce and uh, she'll take oh, care of you, okay. while you while you're there uh, uh, Andrea Haley is the CEO of vote.org uh, today is uh, the nation's 11th annual national voter registration day a good time if you've never registered to vote to do that by going to vote.org or uh, also a good day uh, to update uh, your registration if you've moved or anything like that. Uh, today, just a good day to handle all matters concerning voter registration. We're going to need your vote uh, in this next election. Andrea Haley, thanks for all the work you're doing, and good to have you back on this program. All the best to you, and have a successful day today.
1: All right. Thank you.
0: My pleasure. More of Tavis Smiley when we come.